Welcome one and all to Up the Union podcast. You're listening to me, Dan Hames, speaking with Graham Tomlin. Graham, last time we spoke about Luther's theology of the cross. And as part of that, you said Luther's understanding was that God condemns before he saves. And this is something that works its way into Luther's mature theology, isn't it? He always has this distinction between law and gospel. I wonder if you'd be able to uh, to outline that for us, explain what's going on, and perhaps how that also relates to his understanding of the Word of God. Um, well, for Luther, God's Word, I mean, you're right, the, the, the two are linked, the theology of the Word and uh, law and gospel. God, God's Word comes to us in two forms. Um, it comes into, to us in the form of law and in, in the form of gospel. And uh, law and gospel are both in Scripture. Uh, they're both from God. It's not that one is from the devil and one's from God. They're both from God, but they're given for different purposes. And um, it's kind of important to recognize that for Luther, it's not, it's not, this isn't a distinction between the Old Testament and the New Testament. It's not that the Old Testament is the law, New Testament is the gospel. You can find both law and gospel in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. There's more law in the Old Testament and more gospel in the New, but it's not a, an exact um, correlation like that. Um, the law is given by God to show us our need for grace. Uh, if you like, so the law is like a mirror for, for Luther. It shows us what we've failed to do. It shows us our true selves. It shows us our, our hostility to God. It shows our kind of lack of love to, for, for our neighbor. It, it tells us what we should have done and what we should do and therefore reveals how much we've fallen short of those very things. Um, so, and, and, and for Luther, the key mistake, the biggest theological mistake you can make is to think of the law as a means of salvation. In other words, the law is a set of instructions that if you follow these things, you will be saved. That is not the purpose of the law for Luther. The, the purpose of the law is not to show you how to be saved. It's to show you that in yourself you cannot be saved. Um, so that's one half of the word of God. The other half, if you like, the word of God, the way in which the word of God comes to us is as gospel. And the gospel is the good news that God forgives us and justifies us by his grace in Christ alone, which is received through faith alone without merits. And um, so that is, that is the, if you like, the, the, uh, um, the correlation, the kind of the sort of dialectic, the other side of law. Law tells us, law gives us this, um, this, uh, this, this picture of how far, far we are from God. And then comes this radical, dramatic declaration of good news that despite our failure, despite our um, bankruptcy, despite the fact that we haven't got anything really worth offering to God, God graciously gives us what he demands in Jesus Christ. And this is, I think, the significance of um, justification by faith for him, that the gospel is this declaration that okay, you may not have any merits of your own, but it's all right because God has given you his righteousness, the righteousness that you need to be saved, not your own righteousness, but Christ's righteousness. And so um, the gospel is that that um, that declaration of God, which is embodied in the person of Christ, which is why the incarnation is such a crucial thing for Luther, actually. Um, it's not just a disembodied word. It's actually present in the, 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 the kind of incarnate Christ himself. Christ is God's promise, his pledge to us. Christ is God's gift to us, that when we have nothing in ourselves, God gives us Christ. And so um, now, so law and gospel, in a sense, both need each other. Uh, without the law, without a sort of understanding of uh, of your own emptiness and bankruptcy, 
Uh, you have no appreciation of the gospel. Without the gospel, there's there's no hope. And so for Luther, kind of theology is, if you like, a kind of right, it's, it's the ability to distinguish between law and gospel. Um, so a good theologian, says Luther, is someone who knows the difference between law and gospel. A bad theologian is one who confuses them and who um, starts treating the law as a means of salvation um, or speaking or, or, or using the gospel as a sort of things you have to do because the, the gospel basically doesn't tell you have to do anything you simply have to believe it which is a different sort of thing altogether so um now this can get quite complicated the distinction between law and gospel um uh, sometimes luther actually says the same statement can be both law and the gospel at the same time so for example the first commandment you know love the lord your god uh, you can take that as law in other words, a demand, you know, you have to love the Lord your God, otherwise you'll be damned. And if you love the Lord your God, then you'll be saved. That's law. Or you can take it as gospel. In other words, love the Lord your God. Um, why do you love the Lord your God? Because God gives himself to you. This is God's promise that he's ours. It's God's promise that he gives himself to us. And therefore we respond in love to this God who gives us gives himself to us in Christ. So you can see uh, this can get a little bit complex, complex, but that's basically how this works. So it's not a distinction between ethics and religion. It's between two different ways of salvation. Um, and it's uh, the two ways in which God approaches us as law and as gospel. And you have to be able to learn to distinguish the two from one from each other. Mm. And, and do you think this is something where uh, Luther is sometimes misunderstood today? I'm thinking of some of those contemporary critiques of his theology, which understand him to be saying that in salvation, God from a distance gives you his grace or declares you to be righteous legally. Um, but it's kind of nebulous. And what you've just said, though, is that Luther teaches in salvation, God gives himself to us in Christ. So do you think Luther's being misunderstood here today sometimes? Well, I think he is because... In fact, Luther's um, one of his closest colleagues, Philip Melanchthon, who was professor of um, biblical languages in, in Wittenberg um, and was a great interpreter of Luther, a great friend of, of his, um, uh, took Luther's theology and, and, and took it in a slightly different direction, I think, from where Luther himself was and, and, and developed this idea of forensic righteousness where um, uh, where you know, justification becomes a kind of legal transaction. Um, which changes your status before God. And I think Luther's understanding of justification is a much richer one than that because it's not just a forensic thing. It's not just a kind of statement that, mm. you know, changes your status. You're, it's a bit like you have a sort of Facebook status in heaven and, you know, God changes that because of what Christ has done. But there's something much more organic in it because for Luther, you know, Christ's, you know, God's promise to us, God's word to us is primarily in Christ. Now, of course, it's in the scriptures, but it's in the incarnate presence of Christ. So God gives himself to us, not just in a, in a, in a mere word, uh, but in, in, in flesh, in Jesus Christ. He becomes ours. There's something sort of deeply physical about Luther's theology. Um, and that, of course, plays out in his sacramental theology as well, because, again, that's something that's not often understood. Luther had a very strongly sacramental theology that in, in the bread and the wine, Christ is really present. We don't know how, we don't even need to know how, but he really is physically present, not just spiritually present. And that's all to do with his his doctrine of the incarnation, that, that the way in which God makes himself known to us is in Christ. Um, so Luther has a quite a kind of rich understanding, I think, of of, um, of salvation that is more than just a, a kind of a, a, a sort of legal fiction. Um, this is uh, God's substantial giving himself to us in Christ uh, and in the forms of 
preaching, absolution, sacrament, and so on. So that's that's kind of how it works, I think. Cracking. Thank you, Graham. Did Luther care about good works at all? We're going to find out in the next episode, so make sure you tune in. <laughs>